Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Kid Coffee Black, Fire in the Kitchen Podcast, um, new episode for y'all, uh, it's, <laughs> it's been a productive uh, couple of days for me, man, so I told y'all on the, on the previous show, uh, I had a couple interviews, I was, couple moves I was trying to make, man, some decisions that I was trying to make, um, and, uh, I came on here and I talked about manifesting things and putting your ideas, your thoughts, and your wants into the universe, and working hard so those things come your way, um, I just want to say, uh, When you do that, man, um, when you do that, you should always works out in your favor. Um, you just have to continue to be uh, headstrong and um, remain positive. Uh, I know it, it's, like I say, I, I come on here all the time and I talk about the light and I talk about uh, darkness and I talk about finding your way through the darkness. Um we all get consumed by everyday shit, shit becomes, uh, mundane sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we just keep hitting our head against the same fucking wall, and it just, it seems like we ain't getting nowhere, um, and at times it gets hard to ask for things because we want to be able to sustain ourselves, we, we want to be self-sufficient, and, um, in order to maintain a certain lifestyle, I mean, we gotta work hard. You know, in this day and age, we don't we don't have the uh, same access to wealth that our parents did. Um, shit gets hard out here, man. It's, it's, it's hard to pay your bills. It's hard living check to check. It's hard to know if you're going to uh, have to put that money in your gas tank or go to the grocery store and buy a couple boxes of ramen and some cereal because your next check ain't coming for a while. Um, you got you to gotta face that darkness, man, because uh, 
sometimes the darkness that you see isn't isn't always death or it, it isn't the uh, the tomb um, it may seem as if you're coming towards the end and um, things are black because the walls are closing in and you're ready to die but in truth this could be your rebirth um, the funny thing about life and death is when it's beginning or it's ending things uh, are supposed to look the same um, in the womb you are consumed by darkness and surrounded by darkness and as you enter the world light is the first thing you see and in death they refer um, to you seeing the light as going home um, I'm just telling you that the light at the end of your darkness may not always be your death. Sometimes it might be a rebirth into something greater than you were before. Um, I was listening to a show the other day, and they say the feeling during childbirth that is near death, it feels as if you are going to die, as if your insides are being pulled out. Um, the medical term for that is the transition. And... That may be the hardest part, the transition between uh, one world and another. Um, sometimes you just have to uh, keep breathing and push forward. Um, that's actually like a birthing technique, to breathe and push. Um, it's, it's hilarious to me, not hilarious, I should say, it's actually wonderful. Uh, The way life works and how some acts is just universal um, and embracing your transition you may come in and you see something greater man it just takes time it um it takes perseverance Keep your head down long enough when you finally poke it up. And when you finally have something to say, good things may come. It's okay to um, feel like you're not moving in the right direction. It, it, it's That's perfectly normal. Um, just don't stay there. <coughs> go there rest for a while but continue to move forward um, I understand we all need breaks we all need time to sit down and get the, the, uh, the world back beneath our feet but um, your break shouldn't be a stopping point it should be uh, a period, a slight pause before you move on into uh, not a period, excuse me it should be a comma you know, for punctuation purposes it should be a slight pause uh, getting messages from my brother we share music back and forth a lot um, um, my brother has been my inspiration for breaking away from genres and embracing those new sounds and I appreciate you for that being read um, shout out to you you probably never hear this because you're not tech savvy you're not really into technology um, but 
Yeah, man. Um, I just needed to say that. But, um, never be afraid of your failures. I know, uh, one of my past episodes I dropped was Fuck Your Failures. And, um, that's true. You know, you can fail. And you can learn from your failures. You learn from that mistake. You know what I'm saying? You can gain more knowledge from a failure sometimes than you do from your wins. Um, you just have to be cognizant of where those mistakes took place and learn how to move appropriately afterwards. Um, it's okay to fail and it's okay to feel like a failure, but never be a fool. Never fall for the same mistakes. There are times when you're going to come up against a, a, a task or a, an obstacle or a person in your life who will continue to test you or test your willpower or test your strength or test your intelligence. And when you come up against that challenge, sometimes you might feel as if you fail. Sometimes you might feel as if you don't stack up well against this. Um, and my advice is to... Keep moving forward, but don't be a fool. Don't fall for that same old, same old. Um, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. So um, if you fall short, you have to find an alternate route. You have to find a new way around said problem. Um, continuing to run at it with the same mindset is going to keep you in a space and keep you stuck in a rut. And then people will be looking at you like you're a nut job because you continue to do this same thing over and over and over again without adding a variable. You're not changing it up. You're not trying to improve your technique. Uh, it's one thing I'm trying to instill in my kid. Try to make sure my daughter understands that. Uh, Failure is not final. Um, failure is a, a temporary uh, bump on your road towards success. Um, you're not going to get it right every time on the first try. You're human. Um, you make mistakes. You're fallible. Um, my job as a, a father is to prepare my child for a world that will... Will exist when I'm not around, and prepare her for things that may come when I'm not there to back her up, or she doesn't have me to fall back on. There are evils in this world that you can't protect your child from. There are evils in this world we can't protect ourselves from. So with that being said, <coughs> we have to do everything in our power <coughs> to let our children know where the real danger is, where the real um, where the real power lies, and 
to use their knowledge to the best of their ability. Um, I want my children to know that I'm preparing them for everything that the world has in store for them. Whatever the situation be, I want to make sure my daughter knows how to navigate through this world. Because I'm not saying that I ain't, I ain't long for it, but I'm not going to be here forever. There's going to be a time where she she just can't lean on me. It's a very uh, it's a chilling aspect. One of the scariest things about being the father of a daughter. There is a true disadvantage when it comes to education for women, when it comes to uh, the protection of women, when it comes to women's rights, and uh, things of that nature. I want my daughter to value her intelligence and value. Um, the things that she's learning in school, the skills that she's picking up outside of her extracurricular um, activities. Um, my daughter loves dance. She loves gymnastics. She loves uh, anything athletic for that matter. And um, I show up for all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm there. I'm first thing smoking. I try to get there early too so I can get the best seat. Um, the problem lies um, when we put more emphasis on athletics than we do education or intelligence. Um, you see more parents at football games than you do at honor roll award ceremonies or spelling bees for that matter and I think that's wrong. I think that's the opposite way of, of viewing things. I think we are hindering our children to believe that their only way to make it out of certain situations is through entertainment. When in reality, we need more doctors, we need more lawyers, we need more judges, we need more police women, we need more policemen, we need more uh, congresswomen, we need women involved in politics, we need uh, we need women in roles that they are not traditionally presented in, specifically black women. Speaking for me, speaking for my daughter. <laughs> We need these spaces to be occupied by people who look like us and represent our community. And I got to do my part. I have to continue to push forward the notion that she is more than an athlete. She is more than a beautiful face. She's, she's more than a woman. empower her to know that no one can ever minimalize her. They can shout over you, but they can't shout you out. It's important um, that we encourage our children to be better than our less, better than us, better than the generation before us take the knowledge that we gain from them and the mistakes that they made and we form a better world after us. As a parent, your goal should not be to 
make the world better for you, it should be to make the world better for your grandchildren. The ones that come after that. That's important to me. Maintaining this space so my children's children can th thrive. Legacy is very important to me. My name has to ring and my name has to say something when I'm not here. So many things that I, I want to talk about, um, but I can't technically talk about them publicly right now because things are still in motion, and um, unfortunately, there are people who would feel a certain type of way. Uh, about the things that I would say or the things that I reveal. Um, that's, this is not me hiding my truth by any, any means. This is this is personal information. This really concerns my job and uh, work um, and the work that I do and the work that I put in. Um, I feel empowered. feel empowered by people who care about me and the people around me. Um, I don't want to say that my spirit has been restored, but it's making its way back up. I'm in a good space. This feels good, man. Last week I was speaking on how uh, I felt as if I was underappreciated and <coughs> being taken for granted. In the reality, man, you don't get nothing you don't speak up about. I've never been really one to make a fuss. Um, but sometimes I, you know, I've learned that uh, closed mouth really doesn't get fed. People are going to be content as long as you are. It isn't until you make an uproar or things get mentioned that uh, missions get accomplished. Sometimes you got to make threats. Sometimes you have to seek opportunity elsewhere in order for opportunity to be presented came on here and I talked about how I just wanted a chance and I think I got it I think this might be it
how can you be that loud at 7 o'clock in the morning? Like, honestly. That's fucking ridiculous. Yet another reason why I want to move out of the country. Away from this undisclosed location. Back to where more civilized people live. This shit here is crazy. Don't understand why you feel the need to gun your engine up this small street to your raggedy ass Jeep at 7 a.m. Just doesn't make sense. Here we have a, a gun range behind my house. Fun, right? It's about a, a mile away, but all I hear is rapid fire throughout the day. Start about 12 o'clock every day, non-stop, until the sun goes down. It's, it's, uh, it's rather intense, man. Plus, plus the 10-minute ride to the store if I need a cigar or I need a cup of coffee. And I don't have any. Um, my neighbors have chickens. There's uh, a gang of cats that just run my neighborhood and they terrorize my dog run him crazy so he's barking early as fuck in the morning sometimes the people I share land with they uh they fight sometimes <laughs> they come out on the porch and they yell at each other at the top of their lungs but they're sitting right in front of each other smoking cigarettes like these people are crazy. The house next to mine is, uh, got burnt up. Mostly the damage was on the inside, but you can see a little bit on the outside. I've counted 20 ambulances and at least 40 cop calls since I moved into this neighborhood. And I lived in the projects before this. <laughs> Technically, I lived in the projects before this. So it's like, yo, like, I went from the hood to Redneckville. Two halves of the same hole. This just makes me realize, like, there's no real difference in people uh, when it comes to poverty. People who are uh, impoverished are the exact same. They consume the same products. They use the same products. They eat at the same restaurants. They go to jail for the same crimes. Do the same drugs. They drink the same beer. They live the same lifestyles, man. It's, it, they're the same people. Only thing that um, se separates them nine times out of ten is either race or um, their political views. A lot of situations, those people have animosity towards people of color, which I never understood. Um, but then I understand it's a fight for resources. It's a fight for food. It's a fight for the ability to raise and take care of your children to them. Um, they feel as if these people are coming in to a country and taking money away from systems that were set in place to improve their lives. 
That's got to be some scary shit. These people could actually feel like invaders to you. Even if they were, they're from here. Even if they're born here. Anyone who doesn't look like you is different. And in some situations, these people might feel as if it's unnatural. Now, this is not me capping for white supremacists or any way, shape, or form. It's just me understanding the way the human brain works. It's not logical thinking. There's no real rationale behind it. And just it just is. It's the way these people think. They're sick. They don't know any better. Um, those problems are deep-seated. And they probably can't change. It's just they... Um, they don't know history. We don't know real history. We, we know his story. And his story has nothing to do with me. Um, I think that's, that's plain to see. Uh, it has been for a long time. We live under a government who created a system that is designed to empower um, white men. This is fact. When our constitution was drafted, it did not have women and it did not have people of color in mind. Somebody might call me a race baiter for saying that. But it's true, man. It's, it is. We've... We've done our due diligence, I would say, to change that, to make things better, to push things in an opposite direction. But the fact still remains. Um, these rules were made and set in place without me or my daughter or my mother or uh, my sister-in-law or my co-workers at work, my servers, my girls that I love. They didn't have us in mind this point in time we were property all of us technically so um, if we are chattel they'll treat us like chattel it's just, it, it is what it is <clears throat> uh, sorry to jump down that political deep dive rabbit hole sometimes I go there and I can't get myself out until I regurgitate all this information that I have built up. Um, yeah. Guess I'm a wrap. Um, I have another episode coming in. Um, recorded. So hopefully... I can get that to upload soon. Um, keep sending me your questions. Sending me your feedback. Um, musical suggestions. Movie suggestions. Uh, follow me on Spotify. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Wherever you get your audio information, man. I appreciate it. Everybody who is still fucking with me, and if you ain't, 
Oh, fuck yourself. It's the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. I'm getting to my sleepers. Um, yeah, so, first sleeper for the day comes to y'all from this nigga Trey Songs. He's got a couple projects out right now that y'all should check out. 11, 28, and uh, I can't remember the latest um, the name of his latest project, but they're all good. Um, they're all worth listening to. If you're into R&B type shit, they be making type shit and checking shit out. But uh, the name of this track is Jill. In parentheses, it's some real. You should check it out. Again, um, if you haven't, haven't beat that, Gangsta Gibbs got another one. Um, title of this track is Palmolive, and it uh, it features Pusha T and Killer Mike on the hook. Um, y'all can check that shit out if you're in the uh, boom bap. Dope. 